What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, episode Moltres of Pixels, Polygons, and Fun. We'll see if you guys get the reference. Let us know. Um, I am your host, Jinji. We have quite the plethora of people with us today. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll go ladies first here. We have Riley. I mean, that's pretty literal right now, so sure. We also have uh, we have Odin. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Odin here, back at it again with another lovely episode of Pixels, Polygons, and Fun. What's up, everybody? We also have a very special guest. We have Miss Tattle here. Hi! This is super weird to be on here, by the way. And also, Odin didn't change his opening. Yeah, I just wanted you guys to think I was going to. I, that was kind of rude. You can't, you can't beat the classics. Yeah, okay? how rude. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, thanks. Thank well, you. It's, you. It's your guys' fault for falling for it. <laughs> Anyways, hi! Tattles here! We need wine. Or wine. something. Champagne to celebrate. Well, I mean, I have some adult apple juice that I can drink, but... No. Not the same. <laughs> Close enough. Dude, I have I have some adult... Uh, what What is the best comparison? What is the name of that cinnamon soda? Fucking red one? What the fuck is it called? There's a cinnamon soda? <laughs> I think so. The fucking red soda. What I think the fuck he... Is it cinnamon soda? Yes. I think you're... I am hopping on the Google machine right now. Like, Me too. Big Red. Is it Big Red cinnamon flavored? No. Yeah, that's a gum. No. no, that's a soda too. Big Red is not a soda. It's a gum. Uh, there's Rocket. <laughs> okay, this is random as fuck. There's Rocket Fizz soda. Yeah, my, Google says Coca-Cola cinnamon when I typed in <laughs> cinnamon soda. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I guess a lot of soda is cinnamon then, huh? <laughs> There's actually, yeah, there indeed is a lot of fucking soda out there with cinnamon in it. Like, there's Red Hot, there's like a whole bunch of shit. Just like the original Listen, formula the is, of, a Coke of had Coke in it. Listen, the joke is that there's a bottle of fucking Fireball oh, in my God freezer. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not implying that I'm going to drink it. I'm also not implying I'm not going to drink it. It's a mystery. But that's not soda. <laughs> I know, but Jinji was saying adult apple juice, and I was trying oh, to find oh, the adult drink. blank equivalent. <gasps> you have a drink. Well, fine. Damn, I'm feeling left out. Looks like uh, get for the ball. audio listeners here, I am partaking in a uh, golden ale strawberry blonde drink from the Belmont Brewery in Long Beach, California. Hashtag not sponsored. Guinness Extra Stout, hashtag not sponsored. We <laughs> <laughs> don't know what Tattle's grabbing because she's off in the kitchen at the moment. But uh, be before, real quick, because I did not give a shout out yet, uh, we also have Pup joining us for the episode. Hi! Hi! Welcome to the show. We. Welcome to the freak show. May or may not have a listener listening in. Special shout out to you. We miss you. Could it be? The world may never know. Hi, listener. So, so uh, for for the audio medium, Miss Tattle, what are you partaking with your adult apple juice? Um, it is. I don't know. It was something I grabbed out of the kitchen. <laughs> it was. You it's don't like, know. It's a strawberry. You just grab the first thing. It's a pre-made. 
pre-made strawberry like margarita Sprite. thing. No, I oh, just don't have like anything in it. And I don't have like a margarita glass, but it's a pre-mix of margarita. Oh, I'm not in my own apartment, and I think this is the only alcoholic beverage that's in here. So here we go. He okay. grabbed a glass tankard and poured it in. <laughs> yep, it yeah. tastes great. Oh, this is going to be quite the uh, segue here, but I got to make a phone call to a Professor Farnsworth to see what drink he's having. We'll be right back. Oh, yes. I see. Good news, everyone. Welcome back to the news. You guys got some stuff to talk about for this week. Um, bit of a note for this article before I start reading it. We are in the midst of E3 time so we may be missing a couple of announcements so any announcements that we do not address for this week we will address next week just giving you guys a heads up as of right now i am pulling this from gamesindustry.biz uh let's see who it's written by because i do not see a name who could it be it just says games industry staff so okay there um Let's see. As of now, we have had the Gearbox Showcase, which Showcase uh, offered a look at the studio's upcoming projects, including Borderlands spinoff Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which is due out early next year. Oh, Odin. Odin, I need you to like perk your ears up for this one. Okay, you following me? Yeah. And Viking survival game <laughs> Tribes of Midgard out July 27th. PS5 title, Godfar. God, Godfall is also... Ooh, hell yeah. PS5 title, Godfall, is also coming to PlayStation 4 with a free PlayStation 5 upgrade. The game is also getting a Whoa. content update titled Fire and Darkness alongside a matchmaking beta. I'm actually... I'm hyped as fuck for this one because I've wanted to play Godfall, but it's PS5. it used to be a PS5 exclusive. Hey, it's you know, yes, for now. You Fuck know, yeah, I let's really want to say just to Sony specifically, I'm really, I'm really digging the whole free PS5 upgrade business model. It's, it's very, it's a very good way to handle that. Uh, having PS4 games that are also on the PS5, so that you, when you get a PS5, you can just have the PS5 version. I think that's really True. fucking cool. Yeah, that's it. Uh... That I do technically have a free PS5 upgrade with my Assassin's Creed Valhalla game when I picked it up. So I'd it's like just sitting out, there. Just sitting I'd like waiting. to point out that Odin is nodding to agree in this audio media. Yep. <laughs> it's okay. People can feel the yeah. essence. And then the stream with uh, the Gearbox Showcase also gave us a behind-the-scenes look at the production of the Borderlands movie. So that was pretty cool oh yeah they're making that and then there was the devolver max pass uh plus showcase during the e3 showcase devolver digital announced a few new titles including the latest game from the hex and pony island developer daniel mullins uh inscription pretty i'm maybe mispronouncing that it's due to release this year the publishing label also announced wizard with a gun a multiplayer sandbox title from Galvanic Games due in 2022. Meanwhile, Team Whibby's Phantom Abyss will be out on early access on June 22nd, and Acid Nerve's Death Door will be launch on July 20th. And then Ubisoft, with their little spiel, 
released the Mario plus Rabbid sequel, Sparks of Hope. That featured Rabbid Luna or Luma and Rabbid Rosalina. In addition to returning characters, it'll release in 2022. The publisher also revealed Rocksmith Plus, a new entry in the guitar and bass learning franchise, which will be accessible via a subscription service and let players connect their instruments to PC, console, or mobile. The PC closed beta is open now. Excuse me. Epic. Hey, I I watched a trailer for this one. It actually got me hyped up a little bit. It does look cool. A new entry in the Rainbow Six franchise called Rainbow Six Extraction which will be bringing alien parasites to the series. The three-player co-op title will come will be released on September 16th. Ubisoft also gave a first glimpse of its avatar title, Frontiers of Pandora, which is due to release in 2022. Among the other announcements, uh, Ubisoft's Anessi's... I'm pretty sure I'm mispronouncing that. Anessi's Extreme Sports title, Riders Republic, got a release date of September 2nd, and Just Dance 2022 will be out November 4th. Is it on the Wii? Is Just Dance 2022 on the Wii? Uh, let me click this link real quick. Do some. And it just says the game launches November 4th on consoles, Stadia, including 40 songs. So I do not know. You can just pull up the Wikipedia article for Just Dance 2022. I will let you do that. That's, that's fair. And then we have a wholesome direct that shows off 70 plus indie games. I'm not going to go through all 70 of them, but the one that struck up to me the most just by title alone, um, new title shown, including The Gecko Gods by Louis Waloshek. I'm mispronouncing uh, yes. that last name, so I apologize on that one. Uh, the Gorilla Collective Showcase opens with Argami 2, set to release on September 17th. Bullets Per Minute, No Longer Home, Demon Turf, and more were shown at the Gorilla Collective. And uh, let's see. On Friday, June 11th, Coach Primetime Show lays out lineup King's Bounty 2 to launch August 24th. Let's see. Ooh, this one is kind of cool. Um, for those of you Lord of, the, Lord of the Rings fans, it looks like Elden Ring is a cross-generation and launches January 21st, 2022 from the... The From Software and George R.R. Martin's uh, collaboration first announced at E3 2019 was showcased during Jeff uh, Keighley's Summer Game Festival kickoff show. The game is set to launch January 21st of 2022 to new-gen and legacy-gen PlayStation Xbox consoles as well as PC. Uh, as announced previous, the Borderlands uh, spinoff, Teeny Tiny World, is due out uh, early 2021. Death Stranding is getting a director's cut that is coming to PC and PlayStation 5. Uh, Frontier prepares Jurassic World Evolution 2, which is the park simulator Jurassic World game, to which I am very, very excited for. Um, it looks like Jeff Keighley's show also served as an introduction for a new studio from former Treyarch developers Dave Anthony and Jason Blundell, uh, Deviation Games, which is working on a brand new IP for the PlayStation. 
uh, Coach Media had also had a segment during the Game Fest and is devoted to its new publishing label, Prime Matter, which will handle Payday 3 and a new game in the Painkiller franchise alongside seven entirely original IP. Let's see. Uh, it was also a statement made by Xbox that they want to release a game a quarter. We'll, re- we'll release a game a quarter and will uh, buy more studios. As part of its pre-brief ahead of E3, Microsoft discussed its Xbox strategy going forward, games coming into sharp focus, with the firm detailing its ambitions to release a game every three months. Studio boss Matt Booty, <laughs> Matt Booty, uh, retired that the, or reiterated that the company will be buying more developers in the future. And this part, again, we're almost done, guys. We're sticking in for the long haul. Xbox also sets out xCloud and Game Pass uh, expansion plans. Microsoft plans to add xCloud into TV apps, into browsers, and to develop dedicated streaming software, considering alternative subscription models for the different audiences, and in the final stages of integrating the Xbox Series X hardware into its data centers. Cloud gaming through the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate will also launch in Australia, Brazil, Mexico, and Japan later this year. And then, of course, the high the trailer that's got me most hyped up for E3 so far is that uh, EA has revealed Battlefield 2042. And unfortunately, Battlefield 2042 is going to be a multiplayer-only experience with no Battle Royale mode either. And it's set in a future or climate crisis, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, there we go. That's all that we have so far for E3. All right. That's cool. Hmm. Cool. I saw your ears perked up a little bit with the uh, uh, Lord of the Rings game, Miss Town. Yeah, it sounded cool. We'll I see mentioned that Viking survival. I'll I'll find a link for that Viking game, Odin, and I will. I'll send it to you. I want to see it. Okay. Does anyone else have any news? Uh, sure. I kind of I kind of tuned out, so I hope you didn't talk about this as part of your E3 article. Um, Because it is a part of an E3 press conference, uh, but specifically uh, uh, GamesIndustry.biz, written by Christopher Dring. Xbox wants to release a game every three months. The company lays out its ambition to reach billions of gamers. Uh, This is the first I'm hearing of this, Riley, please. Every three months? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There you go, Odin. I I sent you a link to the homepage of the developer. For the Viking I game, I have that one dollar subscription for three months. It's kind of snazzy. Okay, so Xbox says it will continue to invest in and acquire new studios as it aims to release a new first-party game every three months. During a special E3 pre-brief featuring the Xbox and Microsoft executive team, the company laid out its vision for the future of the video games industry and for Xbox. Regular readers of GamesIndustry.biz will be familiar with the strategy, but it ultimately revolves around Game Pass and xCloud, with a company hopes will allow it to move beyond the 200 to 300 million audience on consoles to reach billions of consumers. In order to keep growing, we need to expand our audience beyond consoles to new demographics and geographies we haven't reached before, and provide meaningful value for that audience to choose to start spending their money with us, says Xbox Chief Financial officer tim stewart and blah 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 the point is really fucking ambitious it's interesting 
hear that that's this big lofty goal that they have. I wonder if they'll succeed. We'll have to we'll have to see. I mean, you you get you get banged with your buck with Game Pass Ultimate. You really do. Well, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see how this pans out for Microsoft. Anyone else have any have any news? Rick Sanchez is in Fortnite now. Keck. That's disgusting. They put the funny Rick and Morty delete man Fort shit. PSA, you guys, Fortnite's dead. Delete it. Listen, it, it was sitting on my Switch. I had to download like 15 updates to play it because I hadn't played it in so long. But now Rick Sanchez is in it and I want that skin. Who's the baby? Who's the baby? <laughs> That's right. You're the baby, Riley. Nobody? I was looking at something earlier. I actually saw it like a few days ago. It was about how Rockstar dropped everything for Grand Theft Auto Five and... Uh, Red Dead Redemption, but I didn't like get to read all of it before my phone crashed on me. So. Red Dead Redemption. Oh, you're talking about Yeehaw Skyrim. Got it. Yeah, Yeehaw Skyrim. Wow, so funny. <laughs> it looked pretty interesting. Like I read like the first few paragraphs, but I I can't tell you what it's about because I completely forgot about it. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of interesting because I still so feel, how, I feel how it is. Is it but, details about the next-gen ports, or is it, like, extra content? Um, I'm not so sure, but it went down, like, the lines of most of the games and their progress and how the fans liked shit. But, hmm. you know. Dude, GTA 6 is starting how to... They dropped a lot of games just for Grand Theft Auto's updates along with uh, Yeehaw, Skyrim's shit. But, GTA you know. 6 is starting to feel a lot like Kingdom Hearts 3. You know, I have to... I have to wait and see, but um, pretty. I got the uh, vacation request uh, sent in by Vito, and I have approved it. What are you talking about? I've never sent in such a thing. Hello, everybody. God damn it! I'm here for another round of this day in gaming history. I don't know who forged a uh, a vacation request, but I, I assure you that I well, I'm have not paying to you be. for this, then, Vito. I didn't write that request. It's not my handwriting. You can clearly tell. I only write in calligraphy. Jesus. At least we didn't have to deal with you breaking into the fucking studio. That's for sure. <laughs> well, if you'd stop changing the lock combination, then maybe I wouldn't have to. No, we're gonna we're gonna move studios. Last my second, key, without telling you. My key card. It, Keeps stop. It keeps stops working, and I can't get in anymore. I wonder why. Anyway, it's time for this day in gaming history. This day in 1989, Tetris was released for the Game Boy in Japan. This day in 1994, the Super Game Boy was released in Japan, which is the thing that lets you play Super Nintendo game. Uh, no. The opposite of that. Let you play Game Boy games. <laughs> Let you play Nintendo. Super Nintendo games on the Game Boy. <laughs> Got it. Got it, Vito. Here's a thought. Why not Game Boy Girl? Game Girl? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they did release a Game Girl model of the game. I think that happened. I think that's real. This day. Oh, anyone. This day in 2005, Capcom Fighting Evolution was released for the Xbox. This day in 2011, Duke Nukem Forever was released for the Xbox 360. 
This day in 2013, The Last of Us was released for the PlayStation 3. Yeah! And this day in 2015, Earthbound Beginnings was released uh, on NES Virtual Console in America. And that's it. It's this day in gaming history. Oh, also Fallout Shelter came out on iOS if you're into that sort of thing. And yeah, this day in gaming history. Bye. Okay. With that being said, we are going to cut it here and jump into the next segment. We will be right back. Welcome back to the next segment of the show, you guys, where we are going to be talking about the games we have played in the last damn it in the last week or so odin what have you been playing well um i have been grinding and playing a shit ton of destiny 2 with the new season of season of the splicer uh, or aka season of the vaporwave or the day that the vex came back and brought back the uh um fall to glass raid uh it's been fun it's been great um, lots of really cool stuff that I've been working on, um, grind out my characters. Outside of that, nothing really at all. That's all. Oh, okay then. Um, Riley, what have you been playing? Well, Gingernald, I haven't played a lot, um, there was, uh, the Grand, the Grand Nuzlocke World Tour, it is still... I've still been postponing it. I haven't finished it completely, but I did finish the actual gameplay for this cycle, like the actual progression and grinding. I just have to plug my team in a showdown and fight my, the people in my trio. Um, cycle five went off without a hitch. There was no gym this cycle. Our, our goal was to uh, go to the rocket game corner, beat Giovanni up, deal with Pokemon tower, deal with Snorlax and go collect our shit in the safari zone. That, that, was, that was our progression goal. And I did that. Mm-hmm. Level limit was 38. I got everyone up there. My, my graveler became a golem, because that's 37 is when he becomes a golem, when it's change of possible evos. And it's, it's, all, it's all well and good. It's funny, because I caught a ghastly, but he's kind of completely useless, because all the good... TMs in the game are so rare, and I've already used them on other shit. So, like, I could I could foster a Gengar, but it really it really would not provide anything to me. So that Ghastly will unfortunately stay in the box, probably. <laughs> Truly unfortunate. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty confident in my team on that and shit. Like, I've I've been doing really good. Obviously, nobody's died. Uh, I've I've had a flawless run so far. I've never lost a PvP battle, but I I feel like I I feel like this might be the cycle though. I haven't done PvP yet, and one of my opponents, Clover, has been really really working hard, really really doing a rocky montage training to finally defeat me in a PvP battle. So I think this might be the one, but we'll have to see when I finally fight him. As for uh, draft. Pokemon Draft, I'm part of the current Blaster and Radio Draft, Season 4, I think. D-League, Season 4. I I did my first week, and I won. I won the first battle. I did it. 
I, I my Mimikyu I, swept his entire team because Mimikyu's a boss. It was it was truly beautiful, and I hope I hope to have future victories. But you know, my next fight is tomorrow. I haven't prepped for it yet, so I have a feeling it might not go so well. <laughs> so we'll have to we'll have to see how that goes. More on this story as it develops. I also played. Well, actually, I played I played some video games this week. I have a couple more that I could think of. Um. I played Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 3. It's a pretty good game. I've always I've loved that since I was a kid. Very, very well-made game. Um, there's also Friday the 13th, the game. It was on sale for like three bucks or some shit. So I just bought it because whatever. I can't even really play it because it's mostly an online game and I don't have PlayStation Plus. But I fucked around with it for like an hour. I did bot games and it's like, oh, I get to play as... Jason and stabby stab people. This is fun. So yeah, that that was cool. So that was three dollars well spent, I'd say. Even even if that's all I get out of it is fucking playing as Jason and murdering bots, I think that's worth three bucks. <laughs> but um, what else? I played that, but um, Tattle take another shot. Yeah. I played a couple more games, but I'm going to save those. For you actually later. can now because you have an alcoholic drink. <laughs> yeah, I played I played a couple more games, but I'm going to save those for for a, another segment. It's coming soon. All right. Miss Pup, what games have you been playing? Um, so, about that, I haven't been really playing any games lately. Blasphemy. Can't believe this. The only thing I have been playing is Yeehaw Skyrim and possibly yeah, some Yeehaw Skyrim. But that's about it. Like it's just been YouTube and childcare. That's all it really is right now. And I'm moving soon, so. But yeah. Even the five fucking games on my Xbox right now, I just play two of them right now. All right. <laughs> Miss uh, Miss Tattle, what games have uh, you been playing? I don't play games. You don't play games? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, uh, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Thank you. <laughs> this last week or two or three has been insane. Um with our vacation first and then yeah, I heard you got back. dragged on a vacation with some asshole like really I know. wasted a lot of time I know it was weird <laughs> I'm just kidding it was the best time ever <laughs> it was fun we had a really good time except for the ta- except except for the part where the ocean almost killed him and yep. I, uh, uh, I, I teased it him. yeah that it did <laughs> really brought out my freckles, apparently. It did, but it mainly burnt you on your back really bad. Mainly. And I told yeah, him and- to re-sunscreen, and he was like, no. And I'm like, okay, as he ran <laughs> out into the ocean, basically skipping. Skipping out to the ocean. Mm. I also teased it last week. So, um, Tattle, if you want to tell the story of, you know, hashtag uh, crazy wheelchair lady. 
There wasn't. Will you stop hyping this up? Because it's not as exciting <laughs> as you make it out to be. And then it makes me look like I either can't tell a story or I don't, or just that it sucks and we're just <laughs> hyping up. I think I'll be the judge of whether or not this is a good story. Please it, proceed. I'll try no, my best. Bullshit segments talk. This is okay. 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 Prime bullshit segment. Okay. I'll talk about it in the bullshit section. So. Gaming. Um, yeah, besides the vacation. And then literally, like, as soon as we got back, I was sick for an entire week that I'm still recovering from. And then um, I have to house sit. And I didn't have AC in my apartment. So now I'm, I had to, like, move all of my stuff into my kid's dad's place for the week until this coming Tuesday. Because, one, my AC was out. And two, I had animals and an apart like two apartments basically to take care of. So One gaming of those is kind on of this podcast right now. Yeah, uh, I see what you did. There. <laughs> yeah. Um. So <laughs> excuse me. So, um. Besides Pokemon Go, I think I did pick up the 3DS and play Majora's Mask the other day. You got and a shiny that I don't have. I'm still salty as fuck over that. I know. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Not, no, I'm not, not sorry. sorry. No. Sorry, not sorry. Anyways, so Pogo and uh, Majora's Mask. That's basically it for me. That sums it up. Majora's Mask for the Nintendo 3DS. What? Yes. It's my favorite <laughs> game of all time. But the Nintendo 3DS version, though? Well, yeah, my N64 isn't working, and oh, I no. don't have Oh, no! Yeah, well, the other... Yeah, shut up, Wayne. <laughs> um, <laughs> who, who is this Wayne you're talking about? I can't go back... <laughs> Shush. All right, give me a break. Anyway, your is, is, Isn't your display name Wayne on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not anymore, because you're changing it right now. I already changed it. Anyway, Tattle, please continue. I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, yeah, my N64 uh, is not working. And I technically do have... Uh, Jinji gave me his so I could play it once, but then I never got it hooked up, and I w it's like a whole hassle. So I just prefer to just grab the 3DS and play that one instead, because it's there. That's fair. I've been playing Majora's Mask on my uh, YouTube Let's Play channel, Big Guy, Little Guy, for the first time. It's been, it's been interesting because I'm bad Wait, at it. The first time ever? You've never played Majora's yes. Mask? No, oh. I've played. I've played I've like never one hour of Ocarina ah! and zero of Majora's Mask. I've only <clears> ever <throat> played two Zelda games my entire life. This group needs more Zelda in their lives. Oh my gosh! Hey, also, Cattle, I'd like you to know that the character. I hope you're, you're excluding me from that yeah. comment, right? Okay. All right. You Cattle, play like more you Zelda that... than the rest of them. I'd like you to know that the character you're named Playing after. Zelda's before... in third grade. Before I realized it was the character you're named after, I just gave this character the most monotone voice possible, and that's that's Tattle now in this Let's Play. Yep. Yep. I know. I thought about changing my name on here to navi just so that way if i join the podcast when he's Naughty. like yeah i could be like hey listen as like my intro but then i was like no <laughs> I like every, that. everyone would hate me and be like shut up 
Or you can just put parentheses in Navi at the end of Tattle. Tattle I mean, Navi. Tattle awesome. always does the ringing thing whenever she wants attention. Well, I can, can get, like the ringing noise every time that I want. I don't know. Tattle yeah, needs to get I a can, bell um, when she rings. I so can show you how to drink. I can show you how to put on a sound effect thing for your for your computer, Tattle. Oh that God, way you just don't, click a button. Don't bring the fucking voice mod craze back. It won't be a I'll voice be mod. <laughs> Do you know the way? Do you know the way? When, when, right. when you, you guys discovered voice mod, that was a power that you should not have been given. It was a forbidden, forbidden tool. Well, guess what? We're bringing it back. Oh, Damn no. straight. Damn no. straight. Only, uh, only uh, DJ's allowed to have a soundboard. Any, no. uh, he uses it wisely. Nope. Anything else, uh, Tattle? Nothing? That's it. All right. What have I been doing? Um, absolutely, like, doing? nothing Nothing console-wise this week. I just haven't, haven't played it. Um been playing Pokemon Go as well. I recent as of as of early this morning with recording someone turned their camera off. Why is my thingy? Never mind. I'm ignore me. Um I made my Dialga buddy who I nicknamed the Doctor is now my best buddy in Pokemon Go. So if you guys get the reference for that, you know, let me know. Get at me. And um, I am now working on my Galarian Slowpoke. So we're, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get that Mega Bro. Because you know, he has the fucking Mega Buster on his damn arm. Which now makes me want to play Mega Man. So, you know, stay tuned to see if I decide to stream it on Twitch at all. But I've also been playing a lot of Duel Links. Just uh, fine tweaking the deck that I made that revolves around shooting star dragon and like i told odin before the eight nine duels out of ten i am uh, consistently bringing out shooting star turn one Woo! E -e 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 -e. what the fuck was that it's the shooting star meme song dude Tone deaf motherfucker. Riley, you just just stop. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! Let Odin do it. I I feel offended. <laughs> and you know what? Nothing happens when you're offended. It'll be. <laughs> oh my god. What else? I... Oh, um, I booted up Jurassic World Live a couple of times this last week, and Cringe. I was I was shocked. Because I was not expecting it. Apparently, there are fucking dodo birds in Jurassic World Alive now. Oh, fuck yeah. That, that just became good now. That's it. I, I, I take back everything I've said. Dodo birds. Yes. Yeah. And I, 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 I laughed. I laughed because I booted up the... Excuse me. Trial, battle, whatever the fuck you want to call it. To, you know, fight these dodo birds. They destroyed my... Biggest dinosaur with the most teeth. Fuck yeah. Fuck These yeah. Tiny, tiny little birds. fucking dodo birds killed my giant dinosaur. Like, what the fuck? You keep living your best life, dodo birds. Fuck them dinosaurs up. 
I do love me some dodo birds. We need to bring back dodo birds. We need to band together. All of our scientists need to stop working on all the I would agree with that one. working on right now and make dodos real again. Yeah, for sure. Trying to think what else I, think I have. Good idea, though, to be honest. Oh, we didn't uh, report on it uh, last week, but um, Gibble Community Day did uh, end up to pass, and I think I ended up with 32 shiny Gibbles. 32 of them. And I managed. That sounds about right. 32? 32 shiny Gibbles. And I have enough XL candies. I need about 180-something Gibble candies. And then I will be able to boost up my Garchomp that has the Community Day move Earth Power all the way up to level 50. So he's going to be like 42-something for his CP. Gonna, gonna be a strong boy. <laughs> I think, honestly, that about covers it for this week. I mean, I've done... A couple of summons in Dragon Ball Legends. Uh, I, I maxed out the new legendary finish, uh, Corruption Zamasu. Which looks dope as fuck. I've been uh, grinding up stones again to try to pull from that banner again to see if I get Gogeta Blue, but let's be for real, I probably won't pull him. So I guess that, that's it for this week. So we're going to cut it here and jump into the topic. We will be right back. It feels like we missed somebody. Did you get everybody, Jinzy? Yeah, I always go last. Okay. It just felt like you missed somebody for some reason. I don't know. Nope. Nope. I always go last to make sure everyone else goes first. But um, so yeah, we're going to cut it here. We're going to jump into the topic. We will be right back. And welcome back to the topic of the show, you guys. Uh, this week is kind of, it's a very special topic that most of us are kind of attuned with, if that makes sense. If I'm Get using ready the for the sad cast, folks. It's the sad cast. Welcome to the, welcome to the but, cry uh, cast. Miss Tattle, do you want to tell us what the topic is? Spinning it up. I was like, what? Why are you Keep asking fresh. me? Keep is it because fresh. I'm, I'm the only you. one? Is it because I'm the only one that actually remembers the title uh, or like no, the topic? No, but I like the way that you phrased it. Is why I'm choosing it's you. The same. Okay, we're talking. Same way about... Odin phrased it. <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, buddy, sir. Really, just, just was... giving the credit to your girlfriend really? instead of yeah. Odin. That's exactly what's happening, Odin. <laughs> Odin, no, here I'll cool. pass the book. No, cool. no, 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 please. No. Oh. Turn your mic back oh, on. Oh my god, Owen can use his finger and it makes his mic go on. I know, and off. isn't That's that cool? cool. <laughs> it's magic. He's so he's he's a wizard, it seems. That's the only explanation. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect because you have the beard. Um okay. Yeah. Wait, where did where did his video go? Oi. Okay, whatever. Oh, I'm still here. Continue okay. on with the show. Okay, weirdo. All right, well, Where'd your the... video go, Tattle? You're a black box. What? No, I'm not. My video's on. Yeah, my my Discord is probably just fucking stupid and bad. Oh, oh Riley, really? stop. <laughs> Here, Riley, I... let me let me let me help you with that, Riley. There we go. Better Discord. <laughs> 
uh, audio listeners, I've just kicked him from the Discord call. He will be Did right that back. Just happen? It's just to fix his. Uh, there you go. Now is is uh, is her is her picture video better? Uh, you're a bunch of fucking comedians. Hi, Riley. Oh, I can see her now. It actually works. See, you're fucking welcome. Anyway, yes, to get on topic. That's how I dance. Do you like how I dance? It's a pretty good dance, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyway, should I say the the topic, or does Odin want to say the topic? Okay, Odin does not want to say the topic. The topic is um, video games. Do they help or hurt your depression? There. Now... I really Say it with like a deep voice. Topic. Say it with a deep voice. Be like, "Hello there." <laughs> I actually really like this topic. Um, coming from someone who's been dealing with a lot of depression lately, um, I feel like I have a huge input on the entire topic for tonight and for this for this podcast. Like, hands well, you down. can talk as long as you want. <laughs> Well, time I don't for wanna... the four-hour podcast. Here we go. I'm <laughs> down. I'm hype. Let's do it. That's okay if it gets about what he wants to say and helps with his depression, and that's, that's all that matters. This will be the best episode of Pixels Polygons of Five, packed with content, folks. Packed. Yeah. Welcome Great. everybody to the segment of the topic where we talk about depression and video games. Do they hurt you or help you? <laughs> I am your not host Brian, which is Odin. <laughs> that was perfect. Um, no, okay. So on the on the honest aspect, uh, I don't mean to like hijack this topic here. Um, you came the, up with it, hijack away. Yeah. On on the honest sure. note, though, on uh, de- on playing video games when you're depressed and whether or not it hurts or helps. Um, Everyone here knows that I am definitely a person who looks at things on both sides of the coin. Um, I, I don't just look at it and see what outweighs the other. Um, I like to look at how it hurts and how it helps. I feel like when you are in a depressed state, one of the biggest things that you need to keep in mind that when you're playing a video game is um, not to put yourself into a situation inside of your video game that could possibly promote or cause yourself any sort of self-harm. That could be any kind of video game that you're playing that has any kind of resemblance of what you're going through, unless you were trying to find some kind of solution to help you get over something. But what if you just want something to be hashtag relatable, though? This is... That is also a thing. I mean, if you want to know that there's other things out there or other people who have experienced the things that you have, that's, that's, no, that's good. Sometimes it's good to know that you're not alone. Um, now, being depressed and playing video games, I have played a lot of video games when being depressed, and they have helped me out tremendously. Um, I do go through phases where I don't want to play video games because I am just, too depressed. I'm I'm too down. I don't want to deal with it. I don't have the motivation. Um, I'll easily get headaches or I'll get flustered and I'll start cursing at my TV and it's it's un it's frustrating and it's not great. But there are definitely those times 
where you play a certain type of game and you just feel relaxed and calm and it helps your depression because it's like looking at the world from somewhere like a whole new perspective that's more calming more relaxing um so for me for example um depression wise high rate fast games are not good for me um when i'm in a really huge depression uh now I've been kind of forcing myself to play Destiny 2 because it's a new season and I really like this season. So it's a little bit easier for me. Um, but typically when I'm in a really huge depressed state, I will probably, I'll typically revert back to my childhood. I'll play stuff like Pokemon. Um, I'll play things like Minecraft. Uh, Animal Crossing sometimes helps that as well. Or I, I just won't play any video games and I'll just binge watch a show that I've watched a billion times. Um, usually I will try to fall back onto a video game where I was in a better time in my life when I enjoyed it. So video games can help in that factor because it puts you in a, uh, a different mindset, if you will. Um, definitely. I, but, I think that, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I definitely understand uh, that angle. That's probably the most like obvious thing is like video games do serve as a good, uh, distraction uh, can, from the world around you. I do, can, I do have something. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say they can definitely serve as a really great outlet. It just, it really depends on what you were doing. Um, there are definitely some, uh, some people out there who play video games where they just need to go out and shoot somebody in a video game, obviously. So you got people who are like diehard, like they just play nothing but like call of duty or like their battle Royale games. Or, you know, they'll, they'll do stuff like that because it's a way of getting the frustration out. If you're not like the physical laborist type of person, but you love playing video games, it's always good to know what is your outlet game when you're feeling stressed or depressed. So it can help you. It's just you got to know where to go with it. That's I feel like the shooting people in video games thing is like the equivalent to like when I was a young child. And, like, whenever I was pissed at my mom, I would just, like, go wild on some fucking cracks. Because, you know, you step on a crack. Yeah, like. So I just fucking stomp on cracks. Just, like, jump all over them. Be like, someday this will work. Like a a horrible psychopath child. That's awful. (laughs) I'm going to let someone else talk a little bit about it, too. And I'll I'll kind of probably cue in every once in a while. Yeah, I did. I did have something to say about the possible negative aspects just kind of get this out of the way now because I kind of want to, you know, push this conversation in a positive direction for a good bulk of it, but I do want to at least give this point. So I think with video games and depression, the relationship is obviously, I think it's skewed positive, but I think one of the big negatives of it and why it might not be a good thing for some people is because like, if you're in a state of depression and video games are something that, uh, is a good escape, a good distraction for you. It can kind of cause like an endless loop of, of non-productive behavior of destructive behavior that can kind of just like dig your hole deeper in a way. Cause sometimes when you're depressed, the reason for it is that like there's shit that you need to get done and you just feel like you can't. And if you just get caught in a hole of playing video games all the time, you sort of fall in, you sort of fall into that, like just digging your hole deeper as you play these video games, and it kind of catches you in a loop of destructive behavior that will prolong the depression, rather than you just fucking trying to like solve whatever the fuck is going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I've been hey. there. Like, 
I mean, I was oh, just go going to say, like, yeah, it prolongs it, but it also, during the time that you are in this state of depression or any kind of mental illness and you're, you are in, you know, watching or you're watching TV or playing video games, whatever you're doing, it's still helping. It's prolonging it, but you are depressed. You're not going to get out of this anyways. It's a hard thing to get out of. And playing video games is the way to make you feel better, to make you feel like you're not hopeless and you're not going to kill yourself or do anything rash from that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I definitely agree that video games and media in general can be a good way to sort of, like, it's sort of a feel-good thing. I was just kind of covering that possible negative aspect because I thought it, it's kind of interesting to think about the other side. But, yeah, like, sure, I know I know what it's like. It's like I've been pretty pretty depressed lately, and I watched the entire fucking first season of Invincible in a day instead of doing anything else. So, you know... I understand the media binge to distract yourself from the endless void of depression. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I, I don't know. I've always video games has always been a uh, a form of stress of a stress and depression outlet for me. Um, but like I said, you know, you were there are always going to be those days sometimes where you just don't have the motivation for any of it. There really will be, but you know. Sometimes a really good call it fuck play some Mario Sunshine. Seriously. <laughs> like that was one of the games I was awarded it, for what was it? I think it was like um they did like a poll or something on it and they found that people who played Mario Sunshine tended to be a lot happier people and nicer. That's fair. It is like a very nice and like shiny fun yeah. <laughs> sunshiny game. Yeah, like it was it's a really good game. Like I played that game a lot when it came out. Like it was crazy. So um it's it really just kind of depends on you. You got to find what works for you. Uh if you if you stretch too far outside of something that doesn't work for you, then you're not video games just aren't going to work out for you when you're super depressed. So yeah, I will get into depression funks where I literally fucking put off playing video games, which is really yeah. funny to me. Like, man, Lighten I that. have to play this fucking Pokemon game. I can't do it. I have to go fucking lay in my bed and watch stupid fucking YouTube videos that I'm not even really watching rather than play this game that could actually let me have fun. Well, yeah, like I've gone on like season long bent like uh, season long hiatuses for Destiny 2. Uh, where I just didn't play, or like I jumped in in like the last like couple of weeks of Destiny Two, uh, because I felt like it to get my season pass up to one hundred. Then I got off. Damn, Odin's efficient. He can just hop on the last minute of a fucking season and just be like level hundred. Here we go. All right, see you later. I I have this game down to a T. Like I I really honestly do. Um, if I play full season, start to start to end, um. I'm probably max uh, max power level within like the first couple of weeks, um, and then I complete my season pass within like a couple of weeks. It's not it's not hard. The, the game is not hard, and people complain about it all the time. And it's like just do your bounties and stuff; you'll be fine. It's cool. Just so, gotta yeah. put the time in, which you know some people some people don't want to do it. Yeah, that's I fair. Can, I can definitely say that video games have definitely helped me out with, uh, for depression. However, though, here's the thing. 
I have fallen. I have fallen into a negative point for it too before, where in depression when I need to go and do something else that I didn't do it, and I just like I don't need to do it today. I'll just do it later, and then I'll play a video game. So that's true. They can also be a distraction from like things that yeah. need to get done, which is kind of the main point that I was trying to convey. Um, it just you know. There, there's something that's always there. You just gotta fucking boot up your your play machine, and then all your problems go away until they don't. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anybody else have anything for it? Gingy, give us your give us your hot takes. I see you over there making making facial expressions. Just taking. Oh, I was in. just. I was just, I I didn't want to interrupt anybody, but I think it also depends. It depends on the type of person you are, because everyone's depression is different. If you know video games help you, then by all means do it. But there are also, there could potentially be some types of video games that can even make your depression even worse. So I would say in that situation, you know, avoid those types of types of games. You see, I think that's more of a nuanced thing than, like, we're making it out to be in this conversation. Because there are some people who, like, you know, they'll be sad, and sad media will be a good outlet for them to, like, get their emotions Oh, no, like, Like, we're not saying, like, there is a specific genre of video games that are bad Mm -hmm. to play. We're simply just for everybody, there is a different genre that, for them, playing would make whatever they're going through worse. Okay. Yeah, I, that, I guess yeah, that that's makes sense. What the point I thought you were more specifically implying like sad like, video games, just because I know those well, are good for. People like that's sometimes. where I was saying in the beginning, like you know, it's important to learn your video games and what helps you feel better in times of like stress or depression, stuff like that, so that you can have a fallback. You know, like it's good to have those things. It's good to have that knowledge. What about uh, what about you, uh, Miss Puff? You've you've been fairly quiet throughout this scenario. <laughs> Well, I do kind of agree with the that video games do help sometimes with depressions, but then again, it's always depend on the type of depression that you're in, like the stage. But for me, I think it does help because I am the type of person that plays scenery games to calm down or to help me go through everything, such as yeah. Well. It's not really a scenery game, but Red Dead Redemption or Yeehaw Skyrim, I yeah. play it just as a hunting. Because some of the scenes, the, the scenery in that game can be absolutely stunning. And um, it just like makes me lose my breath just looking at it. And then, despite the assholes in the fucking game killing me for the fucking reason, just because why not, I might get pissed off, but that's just how it is. Like, it's it, a good way to get some shit out. But then again, if you do it for too much, it can actually affect you harsher than what the actual depression is doing to you. So, like, if uh, just stemming off of your whole like scene, like uh, scenic style video games, um, they with them helping you out. Uh, another one that I might suggest you trying is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn or Good Shit. Um, I have seen that on my uh, recommended and shit, so I'm actually thinking about doing it. But the scenery for that game is spectacular. Isn't um, it free on PS4? I think it's free right now. I think it's the monthly. 
Uh, no, I don't even think it's monthly. I think it's free for everybody. It's part it's of like their uh, the play at home thing. But I don't yeah. know if it's still valid. Let me um, I'll look that up real quick. Please do. <laughs> Otherwise, if not, you can get a new copy for like twenty bucks. But no, other other than being the sad, depressing thing, I sometimes hop on to first person shooters like Valorant or. Sometimes Grand Auto just get some anger out because that shit can pent up so oh. fucking much to where it can actually harm your mental actual fucking state. Right. And since I have um, no other outlet, like getting out of that house or anything like that, because I don't have really much friends. I have one that lives near me, but I'll be moving soon. And I don't have a job. I'm just stuck in this house and it's making me want to go insane sometimes. Or Are you moving like out of state or how far are you moving? Shit. For legal reasons, that's not going to happen. But yeah, I get so much pent-up anger out in the, in the other players, such as Valorant, because it's shooting people just because it's part of the game. But then again, shooty, you're shooty. actually Boom. doing something about it. And it's not harming you as much. It's just like, there. And to interject real quick on the topic of Horizon Zero Dawn, it was free, but May May 15th was the last day, so it is no longer Damn. free. But you can still get a brand new copy for 20 bucks, including all of the DLC for the game. Well, that's pretty good. 20 bucks. Sounds fun. It's not a bad buy. I, I definitely suggest doing bucks. it. Yeah, even the the really sad, depressing games can help you feel better. Yeah, it's like I I've lost count on how many times I played through the the Gears franchises, and specifically Gears Three with uh, you know spoilers, but Dom's death in Gears Three, I I cry. I'm not gonna lie, I cry every time because that scene hits like a fucking truck. Like if you but, cry every time. <laughs> I, I do, yeah, yeah. Leave, leave a like. But no, in all, in all seriousness, like it. I don't know. In a weird way, it makes me feel better because you know I'm playing a game that I genuinely enjoy playing, even though a lot of people shit on Gears. But I mean, that's one of those, one on of those comfort game. games. Love taste. The way well, gaming can hurt other... you. Excuse oh, me, sir. Talking. I am talking. Sorry. We both started talking at the same Man, time. Shut his ass down, <laughs> pup. But the only way that gaming can actually hurt you is if you have grown too lazy to move. Like, despite it being depressed, you can actually just physically hurt yourself if you're not doing anything but just sitting around and gaming. Like, you can gain some weight or not eat as much or anything like uh -oh. that, not moving as much. Or just losing track of time and just like messing your entire schedule up, like you're sleeping, like that matters. Despite the, despite most of us being insomniacs. Truth. <laughs> but that's basically the only way it can hurt you. But then again, you can meet so many people while gaming that has so many re relations to you, as in how you're feeling, and you make friends with them, and it's just like kind of lifting that entire spirit up whenever you meet them. It's just like, don't want to leave them at all. I mean, yeah, definitely. If you're going into the community aspect, we all fucking met 
through some sort of video game related uh, thing. Most of my so, friends I have met while gaming. Like me and Jinji and fucking Penguin and whoever else we all met in like a Pokemon community. I know that, yeah, we're a fucking video game podcast for a reason. We all met because we play the same fucking video games <laughs> and like the same shows about those video games. It's actually amazing how you can be friends with, with so many people and just know them just on the other side of the screen. True. Like, I have people that I've been friends with since freshman year, five years ago, and I still talk to them. Like, it's nothing. Like, they were actually here. I mean, yeah, I met Jinji, like, just after my uh, sophomore year, three years ago. And that's been a... It's been a been a long hell of a friendship. I met him in real life for the first time last year. That was pretty cool. It's a good time. I like Jinji. Jinji's my friend. <laughs> the smug face. Just kidding. <laughs> or am I? Damn. The only thing you gotta worry about is meeting up with those people. Like they can be total creeps. Yeah, you're legit, Riley. Your mom thought I was a fucking pedo. No, it's not that she Why? thought you were a pedo. It's that as a precautionary measure, she looked you up on those registries just in case. It's not that she literally thought that you were. I mean, I mean mom, she's protective. What do you expect? And if I had went any adult on the internet, I'm not a kid anymore. I was a kid at the time. That's what I'm most saying. Kids, you were still a kid when you guys started. Kids talking and playing video oh, games and starting oh, the definitely. podcasts and stuff. Like, like if, if that were my kid, I would have been doing, I would have been like, uh, fuck no, you're not meeting some guy that you met on the internet. No. Well, I mean, I was like 17 and 11 months when PodFest happened. Like, it still wasn't... a kid. You're still a baby. That's, no. Mm -mm. No. <laughs> no. Well, no. I mean, look at, look what happened no. as a result. It worked no. out this time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying. Yeah, but I could I could have been I could have been a bad person. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've I've met bad people on the internet. We all know that I've met bad people on the internet. We do. We know that. Sure we all had our fair share of meeting creeps. You might not tattle, but I, I think I a, lot, a couple people in this room know this. Oh. Jinji <laughs> is a pretty bad guy. That's what I'm talking. About. <laughs> <laughs> I met Jinji over the internet. Yeah. That's true. You did. True. <laughs> did your mom look him up on the registries before you? <laughs> no. Because I'm a grown woman. Damn it. Also, because we were too fast in how we met. That she wouldn't have no, had time. Like, to look like him hey, up. let's go, let's go meet up at the local Petsmart. fucking Petco, PetSmart, yeah, and bring our kids. Yeah, day one, let's do it. Day one, four hours into talking. Hey, let's meet at PetSmart. Cool. Glad he didn't kill me. Be glad wow. he wasn't just some sort of psycho murder. Murder. I know, right? I got real lucky. <laughs> it's like the fucking hitchhiker from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He just. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, it's oh. okay, Dingy. It's it's just all being happy for you. We didn't say that you are. <laughs> <laughs> it was a just in case moment. Anyways, the topic. What Anyways. were we talking about? Depression. Mm-hmm. Depression. Yes, Let's depression. get back to depression. Let's get sad again, folks. <laughs> sad again. Well, I think just video games yeah. as a medium is just another way of people coming together. Which, which is a is better it? support network for depression and that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think the internet as a medium as it relates to video games has really created a lot of like friendships that wouldn't otherwise exist. Which I know, I know a lot of people would say that's a negative thing just because, you know, obviously shit starts that is not so good through those avenues but also real in like real friendships are forged and like people meet people become the best of friends people you know all all sorts of fucking things all sorts of walks of life all come together on the internet through video games just like us just like us here at pixels polygons and fun is there, is there anything else that they would like to add well, I guess what we could do as as a little as a little bookend to this topic, right? Is let's let's go around the horn, let's go around all of our lovely friends here today, and just say what's one game that you know sort of helps us when we're feeling down, when we're feeling low. Gingy, why don't you start? Why don't you go first? I am the host, so I am respectfully going last. That's rude of you to do when I so graciously volunteered you to go first. Ladies Ladies first, Riley, go ahead. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's fair. If you check my Discord status, you would know that that that's true and fair. Um, So, I'd say... I'm trying to think of one, just because there's so many, and, like, it's hard to pin down which one is really the good. Huh. It's a really good... Probably Sonic games. Honestly, just because you know, it's 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 a very they're very good at distracting you. It's a bunch of flashing lights on a screen. You're a fast blue hedgehog. You run around. You fucking kill shit. It's a good time. It's just a fun little thing to distract myself with. Is running at the speed of sound. It's a good it's a good old time. I think Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog helps my depression, folks. Okay, that's a good one. It's a good game. Um, Tattle. What? What's a What's a game for you that makes you feel better? <laughs> um, gosh, I sound like a broken record, but it is Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask. Or, yeah. Actually, okay, or Breath of the Wild. It's It's one of those because Majora's Mask has the It has the calmness of I know what to expect. So I, I, you know, I have like some control over it because I've played it a million times. Hi, kitty cat. Um, But um, it also has that nostalgia for me, you know, because it's a really good game and I played it a million times and it was what I grew up with. So it's comforting in that way. But then Breath of the Wild is my other go-to. Um because of the music um 
not well not even because it's not really music it, the background noise it's got some like little music in the background but it also has um like Talking the like wind noise. like nature sound and stuff yeah it is so freaking comforting honestly i could just like put the headphones in the, and just the sit there yeah and totally fall asleep to it to be honest but yeah it would be one of those two and i was also going to say that like I mean, maybe as a bookend as well, that the whole point of our topic is that it's, I mean, even though we're trying to debate whether or not it helps or hurts and stuff, which we talked on both sides, I think we also need to just point out that it's really, really normal to have a mental illness and it is very common um, and it's also very easy to get help. And that I mean, I guarantee probably every single one of us on here has a mental illness. I've suffered from depression, and I had postpartum depression really bad, and I almost walked on, out on my kids multiple times when they were babies. And I still suffer from high functioning anxiety, and it's just and it's just constant. So that's why I, like those are my two go to games. And it's also very common for us to seek out video games or media, like any media, like TV shows and stuff, because it's our way of being in control of something and finding comfort in those because we already know what to expect um, in those video games most of the time. So I just wanted to point that out before we moved on. So there we go. That's right. it. I think a common, a common phrase, like I completely forgot about to mention earlier before we go down the list again to continue with the question, especially with depression and mental illness, the, the, the phrase that I hear quite a lot that I, you know, can back up. It's, it's okay to not be okay. If, if you guys follow me on that one, I can't remember where yeah. I read that. Yeah. <laughs> on the internet okay somewhere, but it's still be. truthful. Everywhere is the answer. A lot yeah, of people. it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'd like. Right I'd on. like to know the first. The first person to ever say that. The answer. The answer is Jinji today. It's the first time anybody's ever said that. He came up with it. We were just being <laughs> coy before. This is new copyrighted phrase. He did it. <laughs> yeah. Every time someone says it, you got to send me a nickel. No. Every time, oh. every time somebody uh, says it, you have to. If, if, every time somebody says it in some place on the internet, you just have to link this podcast. <laughs> okay, there we go. There we go. I'll take that. <laughs> take that, Odin. What's your What's your answer to Riley's question? I'd probably have to say Minecraft. Um, so I'm one of those people who do like to play a form or style of modded Minecraft. I don't put like a bunch of crazy stuff in there. But I'm more about the uh, the way things look and sound. Honestly, um, there are some really good ambient mods uh, that you can put onto Minecraft that make all the subtle differences and changes in the gameplay. Where Tattle was talking about uh, Majora's Mask with all like the sounds of like the environment and everything. Um, there is an ambient mod for Minecraft that gives you the sound of like birds chirping, uh, water running, creeks, um, crickets, 
um, when you're in a swamp or anything like that, like all that, like, like really gives you the full fledged ambient noises. Like when you're walking through a cave, your footsteps, you hear really good footsteps. Uh, then they echo a little bit, like all these little things, uh, like water dripping when you're inside of a cave, like all the things that Minecraft can offer people. Uh, for me, that is, I should say, for me, is it, it doesn't end. It's, it, it's amazing. I can take my time playing the game. I don't, there, there isn't like a guideline that you have to do for playing the game. I can do literally whatever I want at whatever speed or whatever pace that I feel like going. If I feel like taking it slow one day and just kind of like perusing like the landscape or like go look at this part of the map or like somewhere over here just kind of go adventuring i can do that i don't have to worry about any kind of barrier or anything stopping me if i find something cool sweet let me mark it down and let me take something from it back with me to my base that's awesome you know there are so many things for me that minecraft does and it's always going to be a game that i'm always going to hold on to and always love to play um and and i know i'm like i almost i'm i turned 30 this year and I absolutely still love Minecraft. Because to me, it's no longer just a game. It is probably the best way to escape and play the way you want to. It's, it's, it's just an amazing game with endless possibilities. Honestly, I think Minecraft is the real world, and this is just a simulation that all us Minecraft people People are in. We need to escape. We need to get back to Minecraft. Uh. Uh. <laughs> That's what we all sound like in real life, in our real Minecraft life. We all go, uh. Yeah. Imagine a podcast in that world. Just like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that Minecraft is Minecraft is my uh Minecraft is my game. A good okay, Pup, what about what about you? I can honestly agree with the whole Minecraft thing because I'm a huge fan of Minecraft. But usually my go-to game used to be uh, the Goose game, the un- Untitled Goose. Because yeah. what's better than stealing shit and interrupting people's lives for no reason? Yes. Or terrorizing <laughs> the small boy to cause him to run into that telephone box and Oh it is a very life. realistic depiction of goose <laughs> ge- geese in real in real life. And I can attest it's to that so because true. of the geese at my work. They're fucking evil. And the sound effects from the game it can be super relaxing or just playing out fucking hilarious. I love it. Why are all the birds we all thought were cool as a kid like really kind of dicks? Like when you observe <laughs> them in in the wild, like ducks are dicks, geese are dicks. I hear penguins are pretty big dicks. They're all just dicks. <laughs> there are some Everyone in the world needs to see a penguin that's excited to receive cuddles. Everyone. There I is a it. there's a video on YouTube and stuff of a uh, zookeeper who is Oh, I I know the video that you're talking yeah. about, Odin. That's and the penguin just, little penguin just comes right up to the zookeeper as like they're bending down, putting their hand out, and little penguin just shaking his body and just walking up to the guy and just it's literally the most adorable and I'm on a mission now. I need to find this seen. video. There's it always is. an exception to the rule. There are it, nice bears. It's so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I 
But yeah, the yeah, un- yeah. untitled Goose Game is my game. <laughs> Pup is like, so yeah, but found it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Peace. <laughs> yeah. it. It is. It is a video of Cookie the penguin that likes getting cuddles. I found it. You guys are watching videos Quick of search. penguins receiving cuddles. Meanwhile, I watch videos of penguins jumping off cliffs. Play with sound, mm-hmm. by the way. There is there is a, but, um, a semi a semi viral video out there from many years ago. It's just a baby penguin. I, I'm told it's not even a penguin. It's some other bird, but it looks like a baby penguin. It just jumps off a cliff and dies. And then there's like a, a video game death screen, and that's the video. It has like an inspirational great. song behind it until the penguin like hits a rock, and then the video game death screen comes up. Okay, well, a game that's what helps for my me, depression, folks. A game for me that helps is is Pokemon. I'd say when Pokemon started back in the late nineties, you know, I've I've made a comment every now and again on the show and even off air, all you guys know, but I had a piece of shit father growing up and Pokemon back then was the escape for me. I would play Pokemon to really just try to work through the crap that was going on. And ever since then I've never stopped. Never stopped playing Pokemon. I don't think I will. I'll probably, you know, be in my late 90s, can barely stay still because I already shake enough as it is with my Alzheimer's ass forgetting that I played Pokemon. They're like, hey, have you heard of this game called Pokemon? It's pretty good. (laughs) Like, yes, Grandpa, shut your mouth, take your medicine. Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep, Grandpa. (laughs) More Game Boy for you, you're done. Uh, here, you little shit. Are you guys playing the rocks? <laughs> Back no, Grandpa. This is a Pokemon. No, no Grandpa. <laughs> but no, Pokemon has been has been that game for me. Like any any Pokemon medium, playing the the handheld games, or even playing Pokemon Go. It's Pixelmon on Minecraft. Yeah, Pixelmon, yeah, yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. But, um, I'll take a shot. I said it. <laughs> anyway, listeners, um, yeah, please, please reach out to us. If we have said stuff that you can relate to, or if you want to talk to us, by all means, reach out to us. All of our communication channels are down in the episode description. So, by all means, reach out. You can talk to us on the channels or DM yeah, me. I'm all ears. <laughs> too late on that one but we're gonna cut it here and go into the bullshit wait a minute no not the bullshit hold on we got another segment to go to what segment i told you immediately after the show started that i wanted to do that thing that i was gonna do oh leave okay oh yeah (laughs) yeah that's what i I can do that for you riley god damn it don't do it please <laughs> have um, mercy upon me. Before we get into that mini review, I do want to Damn it, you say spoiled it. I wanted to like play it up. It. I, I'm so sorry. Oh my guys, I have to I have I have something to uh take care of real quick. But go ahead and continue. Are you saying that because I'm about to do a segment or those two seriousness after a heavy hitting topic like this, if we have somehow triggered you guys it did doesn't matter where you are in the world don't say the t word 
No. What I'm trying to say is that help is available. Um, there is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-8255. Did you look the, that number up, or do you know it by heart? I had to look it up. I wanted to make sure that it was the correct number. But if you guys need help, reach out. Um, I know those guys will be able to help you. If Hopefully yeah, before that point, to... you can reach out to us and you feel comfortable right. doing that. Or you can reach exactly. out to another friend or family member and one reach in your out to support a therapist. Network. Yeah, someone. And, and it, this goes out to all of you. I am always here for you guys to vent to if you need it. Me Doesn't too. matter when, where, if you need to talk. And if I can help in some way, re- reach out to me. And then, yeah, I will put the phone number in the episode description as well. But, yeah, help help is there. You just got to reach for it. You're We're just going to start answering the voicemail line. It's connected to his phone. He's just going to pick it up be like, hello. But, uh, yeah, Riley. I said, right. but, uh, I didn't say, but, um. I know. Oh, okay. I know you caught it. There, there you go. I said it. <laughs> I just said it. I just said it. Gotcha. All right. Well, welcome, welcome to an old, an oldie but a goodie. The the PGC mini reviews, or as I guess they would call be called now, the RGC PVOD mini reviews. So, so we've evolved much since this segment. But my my review is not of one individual game, but rather of a gaming service. Now, I have been home alone all for the past, like, four days. So that means I could use my mother's fire stick in her room. uh, Where is this going? Is this something you want to announce? No, you're about to find out. You're about to learn. Okay. I'm nervous. I I could use the fire stick. I don't have my own fire stick. She's the only one with a fire stick because she's cool and I'm not. And the hell is a you're about to find out. Listen. So on on said fire stick, I decided to try out a particular service of Amazon. You're all about getting that special service on that uh, fire you're really stick, funny. really. You're really fucking funny. But the the service I'm talking about is Amazon Luna. And that that is what I'm here to cover for a minute today, give a little mini review on. Cause you know. Are you Googling what Amazon is, Chichi? I see you. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, Amazon Luna, for those unfamiliar, because it is a fairly new thing, is a cloud gaming service powered by Amazon. I believe it is recent. It is still in some sort of beta. It's a very open and public beta you can pay for, but I believe it is technically listed as as a beta. And it's a cloud gaming service. And my only experience with cloud gaming was PlayStation Now, like three years ago. And it was like garbage and bad and didn't work so like i was skeptical going into amazon luna but you know if i I can tell that the technology of cloud gaming has evolved in those years since i've played playstation now just because it did work pretty perfectly i was pretty satisfied with how amazon luna ran uh the two main games i played on it were uh, ukulele and uh, no more heroes and ukulele had occasional skips but nothing too major and no more heroes ran fucking perfectly so and that especially with my usually shitty internet that was really surprising to find out 
And I think Amazon Luna is a pretty cool service. It doesn't have a lot of games on it right now, but what it does have is pretty good. It's got it's got Sonic Mania, it's got No More Heroes and Ukulele, obviously. It's got Wonderful 101. Some Assassin's Creed games are on there. It's a it's an interesting service. I definitely I, I canceled the free trial immediately uh, because it wouldn't let me change the payment method from my mother's to mine. So obviously I immediately went and canceled it so that it, she didn't get charged for it. Uh, but I'll probably plug my card in there and start paying for it just because I think it's an interesting service. Especially if I can get it to run on my computer, which you, I think it theoretically should because it's all based on Wi-Fi connection rather than the actual like physical CPU. So I could probably get it running on my computer. Um, but yeah, I honestly, I just wanted to give my thoughts on that just because cloud gaming is this like this thing that's kind of been circling around the gaming sphere for a while with, with things like Stadia. And I've always been kind of skeptical just because of my experience with PlayStation now back then, but I can say that the technology has really evolved because I really enjoyed my time with Amazon Luna and I would continue to pay for it for its price. I think, I think cloud gaming as sort of like the Netflix equivalent to video games now that things can run so smoothly is definitely an interesting concept for gaming moving forward. And I would definitely continue to use Amazon Luna and I'd even check out, you know, Stadia or project X cloud or whatever other cloud gaming services come. come Cloud is smooth. I I can say from personal experience, it's smooth. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see really, because I I didn't think cloud gaming could be smooth. Yeah. It'll be even better because I mean, my my phone upgrade is due in the next couple of months, so I'm going to look at upgrading to one of those 5G phones because my phone is not capable of it. I know cloud gaming is going to be even smoother with 5G. Oh, 100%. Like, I'm not even... It's it's going to be interesting to see with mobile data, too. That's an even interesting facet that I didn't think of just because I was playing it on Get a, that on unlimited plan, folks. With home Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah, that shit's going to eat you. Because I remember, too, when I had PlayStation Now as a kid, we tried to do it, like, during a summer when we didn't have any internet. It was running off a hotspot. And the hots, we got 10 gigs of hotspot. It ran through that shit quick. <laughs> True, that, but um, to get back on this uh, review of yours. Yeah, well, in that general topic, just like Amazon Luna as a representative for cloud gaming as a whole has made me more interested in it than I once was. And some of my, some of my skepticism that I may or may not have expressed in previous episodes of this podcast has sort of been lifted now that I've had this positive experience. So I'd, I'd recommend checking out Amazon Luna because it runs smooth and no more heroes is a good game. It's got wonderful one-on-one, all these like cool games that people like. And I, 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 I recommend I don't know if there's a mobile version yet, but if there is, then you can play all those cool games on your phone, too. Or you will be able to eventually, because I'm sure there will be a mobile version. Okay. Well, now with that being said, we're going to jump into the bullshit. We will be right back. What's up, guys? Do you enjoy podcasts like us? Have you ever yes. wanted to start one of your own? Are you too scared yes. to start one? Well... To be honest, yes. we were scared in the very beginning before we started Pixels, but luckily we found Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is one of the easiest ways to start a podcast. They're a dedicated team driven to help your podcast succeed. Their website is very simple to use and gives you stats on your show. It's amazing. They put your podcast on all the different podcast players like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. 
Exactly. And we love Buzzsprout so much, we recently became a affiliate. Start your own podcast using our special link, which will be in the show description. Today, and after upgrading to any service plan, you will be able to receive a $20 Amazon gift card. Join us, us Pixels, and over 100,000 other users using Buzzsprout today. Buzzsprout, easiest way to podcast. And now we will return you to your show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Welcome back to the bullshit segment of the show, you guys. Bullshit away. All right, Tattle. Here we are. We're here. Oh, yeah. Tell us the crazy lady story. <laughs> crazy lady. I totally spaced. I was like, why are you saying my name? All right. Here we go. Cracks knuckles because I don't actually crack knuckles. All right. Um, so the, okay, so we went to LA, right? Well, we went to technically Santa Ana, which is like, like 20 miles south of LA, but it takes about an hour and a half to drive to LA, even though it shouldn't, but that's how bad traffic is. But I digress. Um, so we took a day and we went to LA and that rhymed. And, um, since COVID restrictions are a little, um, well, they're more strict out there. California is full of a bunch of fucking oh, crazies. Oh my God. Cali and their COVID. Let's not talk about that. I have some yeah, thoughts. I was going to say, let's not, here. let's not get <laughs> on that. Um, so anyways, a lot of things are still closed. Um, so there wasn't a lot for us to do on the trip, which was fine. Cause we kind of just wanted to just a different place to go anyways and just experience something different by um downtown la like the uh <clears throat> crap what's it called like the chinese theater chinese that theater. area yeah like that area the chinese theater itself isn't open but you can still like walk by it and you can see all like the stars on the ground you know and then um um like there's a couple other things open in that like walkway but anyways we just like went down there found a parking garage basically right next to the Chinese theater and then parked there and we <laughs> and the parking garage is like part of this giant mall like yeah like a mall it's an outdoor mall shopping area slash um like food court so they got a bunch of different there's like three levels and then there's places to shop and eat and all that stuff it's really pretty um but we walked out and there's this guy drumming and it's just him on his drums. No, no band or anything. It's just him. And he's playing the same beat over and over and over. And it's very loud. Um, and right next to him is this lady in a wheelchair. And she is not really wearing anything. Um, like she is wearing clothes, but oh, it's man. very revealing and she's not a very skinny person. Um, and she's not, she's very clearly not wearing like a bra. So it's all just kind of like there, like it, she's basically just one big blob in this wheelchair. Would you and say so, this woman had some built in fanny packs? Yes. <laughs> okay. She had more rolls than a sushi market. Yeah, actually that's a very, yeah. Yeah, it's a very good description of her. Anyways, she um she was just like 
acting like there's just this whole concert going on. Like, she very clearly did have something mentally wrong and probably some kind of physical disability, hence why she was in a wheelchair. But she, we, like, looked around and there was no one with her and we were just kind of like, She just okay. likes the wheelchair. It's just we're like, well, she's just very excited about this. Like, whatever, you know. And we just went on our on our way. We just kind of didn't think much about it at first. And then we did our thing and we walked back down like we went down one way because they were basically like in the middle so we walked down one way and then we came back and she wasn't there and but the guy was still drumming we're like oh that's weird where'd she go and then we like came we went all the way down to the end turned around to come back so we could go back to the car basically and um as we're walking and getting closer to the drummer again we see someone in like the corner, like over this building and it's her and she's still in her wheelchair, but she's like facing the corner. Like she's in the corner and she's like, she's naked. And she's just, she's just undressing and like trying to, and just trying to like get dressed again. But she's just like, no one else is with her or anything. She's just there and she's naked. And I was like, Oh, Avert your eyes. Just keep walking. Just Free keep walking. Free the nipple, folks. Yeah. They didn't even look. I saw everything. And I was like, I oh, did not. Thank God. Keep walking. I'm about to barf. It's fine. And then we go and you like saw we're... the beef flaps. <laughs> yeah. And then we go up and we're like are on the third floor of the parking garage. And we went to like this food place to eat something real quick before we left. And of course, this drummer is still going. This is like two maybe three hours in he's in and he's it. still he's still the same beat and we look over and Chinji's like oh wheelchair lady's back and i look over and she's just going all out again and we're like oh my god i mean i'm just grateful that i didn't see anything worse because someone told me a story before we left that he saw someone poop on the street of downtown la and i was a little worried that i was gonna see that but at the same time, that was still pretty nasty to see. So that's my wheelchair lady story. I hope you liked it. That was pretty good, honestly. I, I Thank you for coming story. to my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't strip in public. Thanks. No, do that, actually. Nobody Free wants to see that. No, nobody nipple. wants to see it. Free no. the nipple. <laughs> Odie's like, well... Since you said so, <laughs> you convinced me. What do I got to lose at this point? I might gain something. <laughs> well, the people around you will gain the knowledge that your nipples. People will gain the knowledge exist. that I have a hairy chest. <laughs> oh. Wait, don't we already know this? Ah, oh, shit, you right. <laughs> you wear these like tank you just tops. have you just have hairy chest energy like i can feel it i can feel it emanating from you i think it's because of the big beard it's probably it yeah jenji's got jenji uh, not jenji odin's got uh three beards if you know what i mean um i don't <laughs> <laughs> nope well, have no idea la la, no. la 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 <laughs> la 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 nope. We could just we could just cut. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. That was so I'm good. Yeah. Bravo.
to be back. Three, two, one. Damn it. Just ruined it. Good job, Riley. He he's not coming. Yeah, why did he, he's not go- uh, God damn it, I should have waited two seconds. I was like, to set the record straight, I was ready to move on. I asked like a separate question to Gingy and then realized nobody was there. <laughs> well, you know what? You ruined it because I was calling the time back to where you came back into the thing. You fucking ruined it. Damn fuck, fuck shit. Anyway, Gingy, didn't you have something for the bullshit segment today? You said something in chat. I don't remember what it was. I'd have to Did I? Wheelchair lady? Maybe that I is what said, but I thought Gingy said something specifically. Oh, uh, I, I know. I, I know what it was. It's <laughs> I don't know if you were serious about it, but I, th- I think we should give some time to it because I agreed. Um, Gingy today at 11.21 a.m. Topic for the bullshit segment. Why are landlords fucking vampires? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Forget about that. <laughs> So tell us about what, your what, what vampire else is there? landlord. What else is there to say? My lease expires this month, and they tried switching me over to a month-to-month basis for my rent. What do you pay now? Uh, my, like, my, to what frequency? And my por- I guess total portion, I want to say somewhere around a grand a month. But the month-to-month was going to jump over $1,100. Oh, shit. I pay $660 a month for a two-bedroom, one-bath, 1,200-square-foot apartment. Damn, Odin out here. Where my master, the master bedroom is literally the size of the living room. Flex. Big flex. G is putting two middle fingers in the air, directed towards Bion's beard. However, there's a trade-off. I have shitty internet. Damn, the internet, you allowed. live right next to the fucking train tracks. Not okay. Literally, it goes apartment, parking lot, train tracks. And the parking lot is <laughs> not that big. Yeah. And it, it's shit. Like, I would not, like, I, I would prefer to park on the street in front of your apartment in my fucking truck. And then that's walk to your place instead of parking that's, in that tiny ass thing. That's how my 94 Acura Integra's rear driver's side window got shot out with a pellet gun and shattered. Our secret listener would like you to know, Odin, that trains are cool, though. Trains are cool, though. <laughs> I don't know who the secret li- listener is. Uh, Colo or me. Uh, oh, confused. that reminds <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> no, that made me think of a random as fuck because we were talking about trains made me think of an easter egg from Gears of War 3 in Gears of War 3 there's uh, one of the characters in the Gears universe he's known as Cole you know Coltrane because that's just stick and before the Locust War that started before E-Day Cole was uh, he was essentially a football player and there, in the market level in Gears of War three, you find a standout, you know, a cardboard standout of Cole. You know, he's in his football uniform and he's promoting a cereal. And he's like, and he, when you click on the button to interact, you hear an audio that says, "The Cole train runs on the whole grain, baby." Woo! And that's what he says. But if you constantly hit that X button, and I, I don't know how many times. It goes off, but he, a- after a while, the Easter egg is, is that instead of saying, you know, the coal train runs on the whole grain, 
the cutout plays the audio from Cole's speech from Gears of War 2. The whole long one. That's that's hilarious. And if you guys haven't heard it, um, I mean, I'm half tempted to play it for the show, but I'm worried about copyright. If the episode would potentially be flagged. Yeah, to play the episode audio from the cutscene. I'm worried, but whatever. It's fine. So if anything, I can play it off off air, or if you guys really want to hear it now. I want to hear it right now. I want to hear it here live on Pixels Polygon and Fun Podcast. Okay, well, I guess I guess we'll see. We'll see if it works. Um, if not... Wait, is there copyrighted music in the background or something? No, it's just it's episode clip. All right, I shouldn't say episode clip. It's just game audio clip of the characters talking. I mean, no, if people can make fucking Let's Plays of Gears of War, you can listen to a cutscene okay. on a podcast. All right, then we're playing it. <laughs> Pretty yeah, good. That's, I'm glad we listened to that. Funny. But you know, unless you have anything else, Genji, I think it's time for the bullshit question. And I think, I think this episode fits perfectly. It's finally time. I've been teasing doing a sad bullshit question for like a month now, and I keep putting it off. I think this episode might be the perfect place for it. It fits in with the tone. So just, just keep in mind when I ask this question, I'm saying the one you're most comfortable talking about on a podcast, don't pass because the actual answer you won't talk about. Just like go, go the next one down. What is the biggest regret in your life that you are willing to talk about on this podcast? Ooh. Papa muted herself. Does that mean she's going first? She, she was ready. She was the <laughs> finger on the trigger. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it's like not complaining school. Where's the oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's fair. Where'd you put it? Yeah, you I didn't to touch it. it. Where did Wyatt put it? <laughs> <laughs> Tantalizing content, folks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what about you, uh, Tattle? T-A-T-L-13. <laughs> Sorry. Why did you say? I don't know. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm gonna give the. Do you have more to say, Pop? Oh yeah. You unmuted yourself, so I just want to make sure. Did you have more to say, or was that it? Uh, no, no. I just wanted to apologize for not muting myself. That's okay. Thing that happened. Okay. All right. right. Now the floor is yours, Tattle. Well and truly. No, you're good. Um, I'm gonna give the stereotypical cliche, but true answer. I have no regrets. Because if I did, All right. I wouldn't be where I am. And I'm very That's happy about the way my life has turned out. Based, 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 based. All right, pretty good, good answer. I, I actually subscribed to this answer. But I have a feeling that, that Jinji and Odin might have some act, might have some regrets, or regret or two rumbling around in there. So uh, Jinji, without further ado... They look like they have their thinking faces on. So that and host responsibility, I go last. 
Oh shit, you're right, <laughs> Odin. <laughs> Repeat the question because I don't I didn't hear it. I wasn't paying attention to you. <laughs> the bullshit question is what is the biggest regret in your life that you are willing to talk about on this podcast? Nope. Pass. Okay. Hard. That's fair. I'll I'll give you a pass on that pass. I went off on DJ last week for it, but you get a pass. What about you, I guess I have to go now because JJ has to go last. Um, shit, I, I got a lot of them, so it's hard to pick just one. <laughs> um, probably, probably just not like trying harder in school. Like that's got to be one. You know, just like. I'm not going to say that I could have like swung honor roll grades or anything, but like if I had maybe just put, you know, an ounce more effort into it, I perhaps could have come out with less than the garbage I have now where I only have a diploma on a technicality and college seems like an impossible thing to grasp. So yeah, maybe I just, you know, uh, similar to pup's answer, but I did, I did finish high school. I did do that, but you know, I wish I had tried just a little bit harder, maybe came out of it a little bit better than I did. And that's my answer today. That's a good one. Well, well I, I think our secret listener was typing something, perhaps suggesting that he might know what my biggest regret is. I'd really like to know what he was going to say. <laughs> He's typing, he's going. The keyboard is clacking. Do, 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 do. Oh. Any, oh, it's gone. Anyway, Jinji, tell us your answer to this question. I guess the one that I'm comfortable enough to say on the show is that I wish I would have done more when my cat Cooper went missing. So I. I've raised that cat since he was a brand new kitten and grew up with the fucker. And he disappeared the last few weeks of his life because he, he was old. He was old. He was 15. And he wasn't already in the best of health. Isn't that kind of just like a trend in cats, though? Like something genetically coded? Yeah, d- no, it's... um, <clears throat> Cats are packed animals. And when an animal that's in a pack knows that their time is coming, uh, especially this trait is common with wolves. That's the most like common example of it. If they know their time is coming, they will spare the resources of the pack and spare the rest of the pack. They will walk away. You know, they'll leave on their own to, you know, die in peace. So I don't know if that's the case with what happened with Cooper. I don't know. I don't know. I never recovered a body, and that's what eats me up the most. So I yeah, don't... my childhood cat did the same thing. That. The the other got when I uh, when she was pregnant with me. He was in my life for first twelve years or so. He he fucking hated me. He he not had nothing to do with me, but it definitely was like this weird change when he was gone. It was like, oh, this is a creature that has been a part of my existence for the entirety of it, and now he's not here anymore. So, yeah. Do we uh, 
have any other uh, bullshit stuff so we can at least end the show on a positive note. Um, until now I want to think of like a, a good funny thing to say. Um, shit. Hey. Let's try again. Funny. We didn't hear you. Tettle, tell us an embarrassing story about Jinji. I don't have any yet. Yes, you do. Come on, you gotta have one. You, no, you, I really don't. No I mean, way. Yeah, I can't I like believe to, this. I like to give him shit and mock him, but he doesn't ever actually do anything embarrassing. Okay, fine. Jinji, give me an embarrassing story about Tattle. <laughs> You forget, Riley. I, Gingy and I used to be roommates. We've lived oh! together. I, oh, no. Oh, please take the floor by all means. Nope. Because I wouldn't want him to share anything about me. Oh. Damn. Damn. There it is. Oh, this, is this is tough. We've got a good pact going on. I do have several incriminating photos of him doing something that's very funny slash adorable. I, oh. I swear to God, you better oh. fucking delete them, Odin. I will not delete them. I refuse. It is buried in my Google fo- in my Google photos. I think you should bury it in my direct message. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. I've only ever sent it to two people. Gingy and Tattle. Okay, that's fair. Tattle, do you have any comments to make about these images? Without saying what they are, do you have any have any reviews? Uh, they're real good. Okay, good. I just wanted I just wanted that confirmation. I think I think we're gonna have to get these images sent. Here's okay, Gingy, Gingy, right? If our Patreon can hit twenty dollars by July twelfth, one month from now. <clears throat> I think you have to release those photos. I think that's the Patreon stretch goal. That's the day before my birthday. If, if I'm even potentially going to humor that, Riley, I'm going to make this a stipulation. You cannot raise your bid to $20 a month to the Patreon no, for one time. My bid is staying thing. one. My bid is staying one. The Patreon's got to go up to $20 with my bid staying one. By the end, by July 12th, one month from now. And if that happens, you gotta release those images. I doubt we're gonna hit twenty bucks, but sure, why not? The Patreon is one dollar right now, secret listener that asked. <laughs> so nineteen dollars has to be placed to get these images out on the ground floor of the public. Man. And Wait, it, what? Twenty dollars? Yeah. I fucking Wait. swear to Christ. <laughs> based, based. Our secret listener has a based plan. I'd, I'd do it. I'd do it too, but I've been banned from doing it. So he's got to, he's got to rescue us. Um. So yeah, yeah. the Patreon.com/slash/PPAFpodcast. Uh, please contribute towards this goal. <laughs> Okay, this is funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, let's laugh at the ginger. That's fine. <laughs> Let it out. 
Oh, well, he's, he's welcoming it. He said it's fine. Clearly, that's a sign of consent. He verbally said that on a recording. <laughs> yeah. Joke's on you, asshole. It's called editing magic. I can get rid of it. I mean, also, to be fair, he has agreed to... Um, Your Honor, this uh, this recording has been doctored. It has been edited. It is not the raw feed. Jinji has multiple. Jinji has multiple occasions agreed to things on recording and then not made good on them. If you are referencing that one thing that we were talking about in Podfest yet again, asshole, I will pull the quote from Variety Hour. It was between you and penguin it was not i explained to the vet to penguin but it's not just that there's also the banjo kazooie amiibo thing i don't remember that one that you said we were in a very early episode we were uh predicting smash Bros. characters i I fucking will but i'm just saying i remember very clearly we were predicting smash bros dlc characters and i said banjo kazooie and you said if banjo kazooie gets in the game you would buy me the game which i've already done doesn't matter and you would also buy me the Banjo-Kazooie Amiibo, which is what I want from you. What is happening? What is he doing? He's writing something. He's, he's deleting the podcast. He's deleting, like, the oh. Smash episode. I love it! Oh, it's Handman! Ma-ma-ma. I don't have any... Hello, oh, Mr. here Hands. we go. No, don't call him Mr. Hands. That's another Hold on. guy. Don't... Mr. Hands is a guy who died by a very strange circumstance. Insubordinate and churlish. Anybody here familiar with Mr. Hands? Hold on. I'm sure you are. She's got lipstick. I I mean, I am because it's funny. Oh, yours has big... Hold on. Hold on. There we go. It's not big enough, but... Lipstick. Nope, nope. You can't see it. (laughs) <laughs> oh, he's angry. Gigi. Right, Gigi. Right, yes. the thing, right? I I think you'll you'll find this disgusting and funny at the same time. So here's what I'm going to request nice. of you. I oh, would God. not I would not doubt you censoring me saying this, but I I want you to bleep it, not remove it entirely. I just want me to say it and get your reactions, but if you have to bleep it, you can. So Mr. Hands is a guy who is famous on the internet for having died by being fucked to death by a horse. (laughs) The facial expressions. I really wish we had a video version of the show. (laughs) They're the best part. While Riley is making a horse's ass out of himself, where can people find you? It's pretty good. It's a funny (laughs) joke. Uh, you can find me. Good <laughs> segue. Really gl- glowing review from Tattle, but uh, you can find <laughs> me on <laughs> Twitter at Riley Tweets. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Riley Streams, where I will start doing shit again. I fucking promise. I don't know why I've been so inactive. Um, you can also find me on YouTube on the channel Riley and Friends, where I'm going to do Let's Plays with my f- friends. Right. And I'm going to make Jinji come on there. She doesn't have a choice in the matter. There will be a gun involved. <laughs> Jinji will come on the channel. He's in the banner, so he has to come on the channel. We made a little drawing of him for the, for the banner. <laughs> and then there's uh, Pokemon Variety Hour, the red-headed stepchild of Pixels Media that nobody cares about but me. You can find that on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. 
those same three places you can find the Riley Podcast Mega Feed, where I make all the podcasts that you could ever dream of. And that's there on the Riley Podcast Mega Feed. And then there's uh, Big Guy, Little Guy, which is my YouTube channel where me and my buddy Andrew do Let's Plays. And that's it. That's all of it. That's everything. Well, that's that's it. Okay. Bye, Riley. <laughs> Don't say bye to me. I'm going to be here till the very Goodbye. end. I'm going to say bye. No, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at ByOdinsBeard. That is Odin with two N's. Don't ever forget it because I'm not going to stop saying it. I thought it had like 80 N's. Nah, Twitter made me take it down. Not enough Damn. spaces. They said it took up their entire server. Too much. <laughs> Alright, Pup, where can people find you? Uh, You can find me at on Twitch, killer underscore pup19, all lowercase. You can also find me on Twitter with the same uh, username. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the I like well. the consistency. Yeah, yeah, and TikTok. That's for sure. You can find you on TikTok. Get out of here. Yes, yeah, she's a youngin. No one uses. No one uses the youngin. Didn't we ban TikTok? Isn't TikTok supposed to be removed from this country? TikTok. TikTok. Paddywhack. Give a dog a bone. Our Isn't secret that we listener play with? posted your real Twitter tag by Odin's beard. Anyways. All right. Tattle, where can people find you? Nowhere. Where don't find me. Find her. Locator. You can find her uh, at her desk. Yeah. 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 Working. Here's the address. That's it. So... <laughs> Awkward okay. silence. Um, One, no, two, I definitely don't. Definitely real avenue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm on Instagram, and it's oh my lash. And I'm not on Twitter. Um, I'm, I guess I'm on TikTok, but I don't actually make any content. Great content. So, no. Um, although my daughter, I think, has uh, posted a few videos of herself on there without me knowing. So that's fun. Um. Yeah. Yeah, she loves getting little, on my TikTok. Little, a little content creator is a little a little content. Oh, you have no idea. Soon. She has she makes her own YouTube videos that she keeps on her tablet, so it's like a kid's tablet. And she can't like share it with anyone or anything. But I watch her videos, and she talks to the camera like she's on like a YouTube video, and she'll talk about what she's doing or like food she's eating, and she'll like review things. Yeah, yeah. she's seven. And she's been doing this for like four years. Dude, Sunday, Sunday she'll be sixteen and she'll have a podcast with a twenty-two-year-old man. I used to. These are the things we do in life. Kill you, Riley. The paths we walk. Um, I used to actually vlog myself when I was in high school and college. And so it's not really surprising to me that she does this type of stuff, especially because like she's watched some of my videos and then she watches YouTube videos all the time, like vloggers. But I think she's just, uh, I think I'm just passing down the traits, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, the, the hereditary trait of wanting to be in front of a camera. I don't know if that's it. I don't, I don't want to be in front of a camera. Ah, okay, anyway. No, that's why a podcast exists, Tattle. That's why we're here. Because we, we don't want them to see our 
ugly, disgusting faces. Not you, everyone else. And then okay. we just do podcasts instead. Jinji has this facial expression like he doesn't agree, even though all the time he says the same thing. Oh. Um, to go back to where people can find me. Whoa, hold on. Wait, no, no, no. Everybody shut up. I heard something. I heard a rare sighting. What? I thought I heard him. I thought I heard him. (laughs) Never mind. I heard an elusive figure in the shadows. So I'm I pretty think- sure Riley's going crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, he's officially lost it, and we need to put him in a home. So I think I yeah. did. I think what happens? I heard Odin say something quietly, and I thought it was our secret listener unmuting himself. So I had a oh a little, no, that was Odin. A little mo- move. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. Well, you can find me at my personal Twitter at Raging Ginger. You can follow the show at PPA Podcast. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, or topic suggestions, or if you just want to talk, you know, you can message me, DM me, I'm all ears. But you can Fuck email you. the show directly at ppandfpodcast at gmail.com. Riley, I must respectfully def- uh, I hope refuse. that you fall into I a hole full of lava. If he's playing Minecraft, I guess that's possible. Yeah, in Minecraft, of course. I would never wish harm upon you in real life. For legal reasons. But um for uh, legal reasons we are referring to Minecraft. So yeah, that's that's pretty much it. This has been quite the long episode. We're over two hours now, so that's wow. we're gonna have to make good some length. Cuts, maybe. Two hours yeah, some... down, two hours to go. Four hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, if we get to episode 500, yeah, we'll do a four-hour cast. Sure, why not? But no, in all seriousness, this is been that long? Uh, episode 146 of Pixels, Polygons, and Fun. I have been your host, Jinji. Woo! Yeah, I've been the wacky, funny girl, Riley. Yay! That was weird. I've been Odin. And I'm Tattle. And I'm Tattle. Are we announcing ourselves now? Yes, we do that at the end of every episode, Tattle. Every single Uh one. (laughs) We'll catch you guys next week for episode 147. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.